Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today we are covering Ozark Season 4, Episode yeah, 9? <laughs> this is 9. This is 9. Okay, Episode 9. I had it labeled wrong. Pick a God and pray. I am Mr. Sal, joined by my co-host and former student, Kurt. Kurt, how about this? I win the Survivor Series. I'll buy you dinner. You win. It's on me. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, wait. Did I miss? I should have said that the other way around. I win the Survivor Series. You buy me dinner. You win. It's on you. Wait, what? No. <laughs> okay. Was that, was that your intended way of saying it? The second one. It, the second way was. <laughs> I was so confused. I'm like, this seems like a win-win for me. I mean, I've already I'm all, agreed. I- I'm already confused because I said, I said I thought this was episode eight. It's episode nine. I was in all fairness. I wrote down season five, episode nine. <laughs> wrong as well. So we we there's a lot there's a lot of mistakes here. Wow, we're off to a wonderful start. Is Ozark season four part two off to a wonderful start? It was after the, we saw the fabulous, maybe my favorite episode, the cousin of death, in the last episode. Does it maintain its pace, its momentum, and keep up the good work with this episode nine, Pick a God and Pray? Let me see what Kurt thinks about that. I think he, you, I'll just talk to you instead of the <laughs> Thank listener. you. Listeners, you may listen in. Uh, <laughs> I think that you uh, definitely still like this episode. This is a much more Ozarky episode than the previous episode was. Uh, I mean, tons of scenes, no patience, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, just a, a, a lot going on, tons of stuff going on. Uh, but I think you like that. I think you you like it enough that you're not going to give it below a nine, but uh, I don't think it's at, uh, no, you know what? No, I think you gave it a 10. Mm, okay. I think you um, you miss a bit of last episode. Because I, I think you do enjoy the bit of the slower stuff and all the Ruth stuff with last episode. And I think you've realized how much you miss Javi and all those. Sorry. What? I just choked on that a little bit. Sorry. You don't spit? That's fine. No, I choked okay. on what you said. Anyway, um, I think that you felt sad about some of that stuff. You were happy about the continuity of Zeke, that you weren't a madman. That had imagined oh, yeah. this <laughs> being in the car that he wasn't in the car, <laughs> and it kind of explains that plant lady scene a bit better from last <laughs> season because I didn't realize that's what the point of it was. I, I don't think they made it apparent in our defense because Ruth didn't say, "Oh, can you look on <laughs> for Zeke for me or here Zeke?" Or I guess I guess she didn't say that to her. Never mind because we don't see that. I, I take that back. But anyway, uh, you you I think you gave this a nine. Sounds good as the last episode, and I think I think I think it was hard for you to give out double tens. I think you um, yeah, hmm. that's it. So. Okay, I mean I've done it plenty of times. I think it's hard for you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, two digits, too too much to write, <laughs> too frequently. Yeah, no. <laughs> so I yeah, I think I think you okay. gave it a nine, and I will say right. right now, Sal, you were wrong. I gave it a nine. You gave it a nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, that was the correct answer because I also gave it a nine. So. <laughs> it's not as good as last episode. It's no, not, it's nowhere it's near not. as good as last episode. It's still yeah. a good episode, but this this I think su- suffers the same fate as 
Hit and Run and Better Call Saul, uh, which we're going to cover. Um, well, we just just we covered already covered it. it. Yeah, yeah, we, we, just, we covered just covered it. it. Yeah, yeah. So we just covered that, uh, and I think this suffers the same fate. It, it follows an episode that was just so over the top good, like it couldn't hope to ever get to that level. So it's a bit. It feels like a bit of a letdown. I do think I really like the episode. It's it's, it's really good. I do have one major hang up. I, I wonder if if you, you you didn't mention it. So I'm, I'm wondering if you picked up on it, but. Well, now what is do, it? Well, now I'm curious. Yeah, you know, look, okay, all me, right. Uh, we have cops crawling all over the crab. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, have, no, certainly. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we, have, we, we have uh, cops crawling all over the crab. We have the sheriff saying to Ruth, don't you even think about continuing <laughs> her business. Stay out of my way. And yet all the drugs are still right there. Well, do you think it's still, do you think it's bait? Or maybe they were so hung up. Listen, boss, I'm telling you that, that there was a car here. He pulled up. He looked at us. He made a call and then he drove off. We got to find that guy. We need all the resources looking for that guy. So then that, that's what's going on right now. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it was that. I don't think we were to look through the house. We found nothing besides these two dead bodies. Nothing. Did you check the whole property? And then, you know, yeah, they know they're supposed to check the whole property, but like, it takes a lot of time to check the whole property and there's never anything in the whole property anyway. So, <laughs> ah, yeah, we looked at it already. We, we checked everything. Yes. It's a big property. Yes, oh, and I buy that. It's a big property. And if it was this, if this was like the same day, fine. But the fact that the sheriff has already told Ruth that she knows what Darlene was into and she doesn't want Ruth to continue doing it leads me to believe that they should have found these drugs by now or they should at least have people patrolling the place overnight so that nobody comes in looking for the drugs because they know there are drugs so yeah this is this this one this feels like an error to me yeah no i might do that no this this, yeah this ticked me off i was like what so racist (laughs) the drugs is just right there so like unless unless they explain it somehow later yeah like zeke the baby somehow mm-hmm. yeah no this, mm-hmm. this is definitely a, a craw this is not um yeah S- sticking in your craw yeah I, honestly you know the, and ozark does sometimes do this they, they put something outrageous in an episode and you're like wait what how is that even possible and then they do explain it in the next episode but i don't know why they do it that way because why, why do you even want the fans distracted by the what that doesn't make sense like why do you want people watching to d- get taken out of it by that just tell us right then, you know, show us her dropping Zeke off with the plant seed lady and off she goes. And then we don't worry about Zeke. I won't yeah, be distracted by Zeke. Went, oh, the- crap. We forgot about Zeke, guys. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I, so, and I, I always say, you know, as far as Zeke goes, I always say that Ozark does a pretty good job of not forgetting that there are kids and, and that, I mean, you know, Jonah and Charlotte are older now, so they can fend for themselves fine. But, you know, Zeke is obviously not and obviously can't. So I really I'm 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 glad that they addressed that. And I I should have probably always trusted them to address it because they're pretty good about that. But why do you want me to even have those thoughts? Just just put like a four second scene. They're good at four second scenes. Just <laughs> the bread and just, butter. Yeah, just put a four second scene in the first episode where she drops Zeke off with the plant seed lady. 
It doesn't even they don't have to say anything. They could just show the plant seed lady waving goodbye with Zeke on her lap. <laughs> That's it. In the end, Ruth drives off. Anyway, whatever. Um, the the drug thing though that that is uh, definitely a sticking point for me. Definitely understandable. Yeah. Uh, but I did. I love the religious themes of this episode. I yeah. I I like how they're fleshing out the priest a bit because we did talk about. We, I think we. Uh, in part one of the season, we were talking about the mm-hmm. priest. Like, oh, I wonder what he knows, and like, yep. I wonder if yeah. he, I think I made the joke like I think he's tricked Navarro yep. into thinking he's just got straight access to God himself, and he's just <laughs> <laughs> so that's why Navarro keeps him around. Yeah, but, uh, you know, they're they're this, quite wholesome, and yeah. And this is the way that if the, if you're going to introduce a new character, a significant new character in the last season of a series like this, like this, I think was done really well. We, we got we, we've seen him in several episodes prior to this mm-hmm. uh, and we, we've been questioning is, is this gonna is this guy gonna be something bigger and and now here he is and he's something pretty substantially bigger and and I think you know rather than just Javi comes in guns blaze the first time we ever see him so I like the way they introduced Father Benitez here um, but I liked all you know the, from the from the title right through the scene uh, with Wendy and the priest and the scene with, uh, oh, well, I mean, Omar didn't have too much to say to the priest, but, um, you know, even, and then the priest in the car with Marty at the end. I, I, all this ha- had a nice religious tie-in. So, uh, oh, and, and Wendy's father. That was another no. religious tie-in. Yes, yes, yes. So, so there's, a, there's a ton of religious overtones here. So, I do like that. I, I like seeing I like seeing Ozark get a little more thematic at the end here. So um, that's because those are the three my three major criticisms of, of Ozark usually are the lack of patience, the uh, the lack of theme, and uh, the the lack of just like breathable scenes. Um, and and this, well, I guess that falls in with the lack of patience. So I feel yeah, like that, I feel like that's theme. too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like you. Yeah, yeah. So patience, <laughs> patience, and theme. So. But this had theme. It didn't really have a lot of patience, but it had themes. So that was good. So last episode we had patience, and I, I'd actually say and theme. theme. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So we actually yeah. had both. This one yeah. theme, lacking some patience. Maybe next episode, nothing. Neither of those two. <laughs> That's what I like to see. <laughs> uh, there, are one, there are only what five episodes left, right? Is it five or is it? Yeah, yeah no, you're five. right. No, it's five. Yeah, wow. Five episodes left. Yeah. So I don't know. They, they don't have a whole lot of room left to play. You know. So anyway, all right. So so overall, we like the episode. There are some problems with it. Not as good as the previous episode, but you know, nothing that's turning me off anyway. I, I assume nothing that's turning you off. No, either. no, yeah, but yeah, very. Um, I'm excited for the next episode. Mm-hmm. Check in on our Survivor Spectacular. Mm, nothing. No, no. <laughs> nothing new. No deaths. <laughs> no deaths uh, in this episode, and not not really any seeming danger in this episode which is another thing that kind of was in stark contrast to the previous episode it never seemed like anybody was in imminent danger of death i'm i'm okay with that Listen, <laughs> yeah. less deaths occur better for me yes that's true that is true if we could pause the game right now i would do that <laughs> in terms of like stalling the clock no more no more kills we're, we're good exactly so. what do you think of the title I mean, I, it's it's 
I probably will remember it because the episode we get to know the priest and the, you know all the religious undertones like he talked about. But even for that though, pick a god and pray. I just don't like the mm. way it's like invoked. I, I guess because the, the the pick like the prayer part. I think you can really relate to how Wendy kind of just risks it all in a role <laughs> with Navarro, mm-hmm. and it works yep. out. But they don't really invoke this title for that. No, but I guess it's. It, it's it's the it's the pick a god part that they they talk of, about yeah yeah i mean there's plenty of references to prayer ref, references to you know re- religious life there's pre- plenty of references to spirit spirituality but it's all catholicism so it's it's really it's really strange uh that the title is pick a god and pray <laughs> you know if they had some other characters that were simultaneously you know I don't know, like a, a Buddhist or something, you know, uh, yeah. pray in, in prayer, you know, then, then I could see the pick a God part though, but, it, but it's not, it's not really that it's, it's like everybody in the episode is kind of pushing. Uh, it seems like pushing Wendy toward uh, one specific God. Yeah. Unless they're trying to say something like, the cartel's the god, like kind of thing, and then like the government or FBI's god, and you know, pick one or, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I don't think that's what they're going with for this. Uh, it's, I don't know. It's, it, I mean, it's thematic, but I don't think it's mm-hmm. good for the theme. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, actually, I still think it's a good title. I just think maybe it could have been something more. Or, yeah, it's an okay. It's an okay title because yeah, it fits the theme, but I feel like there are other titles that could have referenced prayer. That would have been that would have made more sense in the context of the episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But can I think of one right now? No, <laughs> no, no. I but can't. we can criticize it though, Mister. <laughs> that's, that's the beauty of it, right? You don't have to come up with the solution. Just point out this is not the solution, and then you and then you go and then you and then you move past. And <laughs> that's the beauty of it. Yeah. Like okay, okay. Here's here's this. This is this oh, is okay. one. This this would have been, I think, a good t- title. Pray for peace. Why? Uh-huh. Well. If the the part where what about living religion, on a prayer, living on a prayer, okay, uh, that'd be all right. Or yeah, or winging a prayer, yeah, yeah, okay. Those I think all of these titles are better. What about what what about rolling the dice? Rolling the dice? Yeah. No, then that that that's like what, what, a show that, that so heavily features the casino. Then your 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 auto, mind automatically goes to craps. <laughs> Maybe for you. What what do we what do we do all on red? <laughs> Why? That's what he basically does. But they say a single line. We're like, oh, you know, I got it. Wait, I got I, it. I, I just gotta explain my my theory right. real quick. Yeah. You need the title all on red, and then at the very end, when Marty's about to go into the car with Nelson, and he kind of learns the truth a bit, he goes, "Yeah, that's my wife. She'll put it all on red." <laughs> there you go. No, here, here's here's what the title should have been. Ready? Yeah. All in. <laughs> I hate you. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, this would have been this would have been a really good point to put. I feel like oh, I listen. I know the criticism for that title was that it applies to a lot of circumstances. It's a really yeah. cookie cutter title. But I mean, come on, all in here. I mean, I know it's a, it applies to this as well. That's why that one's a bad title. Well, I I think it applies so well that I might give it a pass here. I, I mean, or how about this? Hail Mary. Hail Mary. Him, yeah, 
That would have been a good one. That would have been a good one, actually. Hail Mary, I think, I, is a, that would have been a good one, yeah. Because it's yeah. Like, both got their, yeah, that, that, yeah, I like that one a lot. That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, because I mean, that, that's that, basically what... what I want in this title is I get it really gender tones, but I do want to highlight what Wendy's done in this episode. Yeah. Because what right. Wendy does here is huge. And I think that will yeah. like just, she, yeah. she literally went all in yeah. on this she despite a, everything. She threw a Hail Mary. Like, she, she, she kept did. all like, her lies going. Yeah, yeah. So Hail yeah. Mary is a good one. So it's got, <laughs> yeah. That, that, that's a good one. I like that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Now that we've solved that problem, let's talk about the symbols. Well, all right. We start with a Z, which is some sort of cocktail drink with a lemon or lime wedge on the edge. I can't remember which one it was, but this is the drink. It's a, a the exact drink in the exact. I know position. this is so well done. Like <laughs> the Mel was drinking when he was having drinks with Maya. Like I saw that and I went, "Oh, it's a symbol." Like I just popped in my head. Like they did. They did such a good job for that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like the straw, I think, was in the exact same position. It's unbelievable. Yeah. A plus marks. Oh, yeah. oh maybe not. We'll have to see. But, um, <laughs> okay. But in terms of it, how it looks compared, yeah. Uh, other symbol, the A is a, a coffin that's somewhat open. Uh, presumably, why it's coffin for we see his funeral on this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, the R is a pair of handcuffs. Uh, which represent the handcuffs that Omar Navarro was wearing the first time that he met with Wendy uh, in the, in the first time in this episode that he met with Wendy and he was quite upset that he was wearing them. And when I first saw how upset he was about the handcuffs, I was like, I don't understand. Doesn't he always wear the handcuffs? But then when they show him the second time with no handcuffs, I'm like, Oh, oh, the handcuffs were a big deal. Wendy wanted those handcuffs on him. Didn't she? (laughs) So, So yeah, knowing that Wendy wanted the handcuffs on him makes that scene a little bit richer. So <laughs> to be a little worse, yeah. Mm-hmm. For him, yeah. Uh the K is a set of keys. And I believe this to be I was legitimately Mr. Sal. I was checking my phone for the symbols between mm-hmm. scenes. Oh, let me let me see what symbol I gotta look out for. Oh, the keys. I haven't seen the keys yet. And then immediately I hear jingle, jingle, jingle. <laughs> it's, it's the guards releasing Navarro into um general population. So I, I believe that oh. the Oh, I don't that's, think that's, why, that's what I think the keys are. That, I don't, I don't think that. so. Okay. Well, what, what do you think? I think the keys are the keys that Ruth gets out of uh, Darlene's desk to go get to the drugs. Do they look a lot like the keys? Oh, yeah. Okay, well, then I'll give them to you because that makes uh, I'll totally give that to you. Listen, the whole reason I said that is I I, I went down with keys. I haven't seen keys yet. And then here's jingle, jingle, jingle. And I'm like, oh. Uh. <laughs> that, is, that's that is really funny. They do listen. The keys jangling is very notable. Sad when they open up his cell to <laughs> yeah. listen to Jim Bob. Yep. <laughs> yep. So, but okay, but fair I, enough. I, I gotta I gotta wonder if they're actually using physical keys on those cells, for, it's like solitary confinement cells, or if there's like some sort of electric like switch lock. Yeah, turnkey. I, I think know. it depends on how old the prison stuff is. I do think so much still turnkey, where you have to go through mm-hmm. every door and turn the key <laughs> imagine that all right well the best representation of the episode i think is the handcuffs yeah you're right oh okay Just like it, it, it ties it, yeah well, i was thinking about it and um i don't yeah no no you're right just because just because the it's the only one that ties into the main storyline in yep. my opinion the main storyline uh wendy mm-hmm. and you know their the kind of whole pursuit marty i guess you can include too but i think Mm-hmm. Mostly Wendy and their uh, pursuit with the cartel advances and 
that's the only one that really shows that. So fair enough. Yeah, I think this is. I think Omar Navarro is such a central figure in this episode. He's not. He's not getting a ton of screen time, but everything really revolves around him in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at least, at least you know, the the for the main storyline, uh, and that scene. And I didn't realize it until I saw the second scene with him without the handcuffs, like that's his source of anger that's wendy's source of mistrust and then it's because she had him in handcuffs in solitary that he she is able to gain his trust by releasing him from those so yeah i I think the handcuffs are the best Uh, i think the worst representation of the episode um is (laughs) it's got to be the keys because that's the the thing that really is bugging me (laughs) about this episode so it's got to be yeah certainly the keys because yeah even in both instances i would say the keys yeah I, I, i'm liking the mail and my angle that's fine that, that's mm-hmm. a storyline i think you should include that it should be notable in the mm-hmm. symbol so okay yeah this is where maya and mel were seeing them you know arguably even flirt but i mean who knows he's doing pretty well from what i hear yep. from one person <laughs> according to him yeah <laughs> <laughs> obviously a wide stuff i mean yeah it, it's the least applicable symbol at least important symbol certainly yeah uh, and not only is it the least important it, it's like upsetting because it shouldn't happen to begin with these these uh this access to this this these piles of heroin that's a lot of heroin to move it's just easier for you to pretend like we didn't see it i mean how hard it is to do all that paperwork disposal like oh just forget it just forget it just leave it yeah. pretend like we didn't find it honestly okay. i'll just save us all some time uh we're symbol in terms of well, I'll say this best symbol in terms of the actual appearance. I'll mm-hmm. say, not gonna lie, I think it's picking the shiniest turd. Um, <laughs> the the drink, the Z. Okay, yeah, that's not bad. I, I think the keys are better. But... Keys probably are better. The reason I picked this, maybe something about relative to the episode, how easy it was yeah. to spot. But it was really cool. But I, 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 I just appearance wise, I'm with that. I'm with the. Uh, with the, the drink okay. Oh, okay yeah well i mean yeah i mean it was spot on with what we saw in the episode which was that was very cool but i do think the keys make the best make a better k than that drink makes a z so i'll go with that uh i, I think the worst letter is the casket the a like that this is uh, see i i, I, I want to say that but i can't <laughs> see the r at all i just see like two legs it's a capital R. It's not a. I get, I get, I get that it's trying to be a capital R, but I just don't see it, Mister Sal. Yeah, no, it's not a good one. Like, <laughs> like, like, like that to me is harder to see than like. I, I, I get that they're just doing the stupid diagonal thing they do, but I'm used <laughs> to that. This R to me, I, I like. I, 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 it has to be for me the handcuffs. All right, fair enough. Um, I want to give it to the handcuffs here. So, all right, let me see if I can take a guess at your favorite scene. Hmm. I, so I, I, my initial reaction as to what your favorite scene is, is that opening scene, uh, because it's just so, I mean, it is so reminiscent of Breaking Bad. I mean, that felt like a Breaking Bad scene, uh, gender reversed, right? We're, we're with Marty as Skyler and uh, Wendy as Walt. So uh, it really felt like that. So I think you liked that, but maybe if felt too much like a breaking bad scene and you actually didn't like it uh hmm. 
Uh, you know what? I think I'm going to go with actually not that one. I think I'm going to go with for you the second time that they're in with visiting Navarro when it's Wendy and Marty and Marty volunteers to, to, to be the head of the cartel. And, <laughs> guys, and guys, this is the second one I'm willing to make. I'll take charge. Yeah. Listen, listen, it's not the easiest decision, but I think I'm the one best fit for it. So I'll... And, and he receives the most admiration from Wendy that he's ever received. <laughs> So I'm gonna go with that for your favorite scene. I, that's okay. what I think your favorite scene right. was. Man. Uh I think your favorite scene is Wendy speaking with the priest. Okay. I'm so easy. <laughs> I'm, I'm it's awful. I, I'm I'm <laughs> such a mark. Oh my god. Yeah, yes, 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 it is is it is Father Benitez. I've been guessing I think I've been guessing your scenes pretty well lately. <laughs> you have been. It's like, I I I I'm so easy. Like I watch these and I know what you're going to pick for me because it's, I mean, it's so obvious. So. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, you've got me as well. I love hey! that scene. It's like, it's, it, it reminds me of like, you know, what's it? like the Simpsons are going to Hawaii. I don't know. What that, I, I don't know if they actually do, but that, you know, that, that whole like bit, like Marty's yeah. going to Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's going, he's birds, going to Michoacan. Yeah. The birds are, not going to Mexico, but Marty is. Yay. Oh, yeah, no, oh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I don't know why. Just so the idea of seeing Marty possibly in a position of power over the cartel after what's gone on. Like, I mean, uh, like I, I can't. We'll I can't wait to see Marty go down and talk to Javi's mother. He'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Navarro yeah, so you, killed your him. Your son is dead. Navarro killed him, and I'm here on behalf of Navarro. So you all work for me. <laughs> oh man yeah so i i yeah i'm looking forward to seeing this but uh, i hope i i'm scared that the next episode's gonna be a gap like they're gonna just ignore marty we'll see everything else going oh, on. oh i don't think so do you know the title of the next episode no nah. you're the boss <laughs> oh that's what i like to hear <laughs> that's 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 music to my ears mr Sal. music to my yeah. ears yeah I, th- I, th- I think we're gonna see plenty of marty next episode <laughs> you're right yeah but no, that that is that is a really great scene. I really enjoyed that. I, I especially enjoyed, the, you know, uh, obviously what Marty's doing is is really great. But like watching Navarro kind of come around to it, like, nah, it'll never work. But it could work. Yeah, it's like, yeah. gosh darn it, <laughs> that's just so crazy enough. It might just work. <laughs> so I really enjoyed watching Navarro in that scene, and and Wendy, where you know, like she looks at him like so proud. Like, all, yeah, yeah. Oh. They're all listen. They they've because there's something beautiful to the scene in the fact that they've all been working on their own, or at least disagreeing with each other. Like oh, the, the most obvious one is Navarro threatens to kill Wendy and her family. It's okay. Obviously uh-huh. he seems to be at odds with her. Wendy yeah. and Marty are at odds. Cause Marty even goes to agent Maya Miller yeah. <laughs> offering, you know, Hey, that deal's still on the table. I'd like to take it. <laughs> it's not too late. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so they're all, they're all at odds, but this is the meeting where at least I feel well, like they're all now all on the same page now, or at least seemingly they're like, okay, this is the plan and we're all cool with it. Yeah. Right. And then there, so they, yeah. they, they consolidate finally back into one and it seems like they've got a, a cohesive plan for now. So what if I'm just thinking of this just now, what if some Marty goes down there and he's a pretty good cartel boss. That's what I'm saying. I, I think <laughs> that's what my prediction. I think 
this is the end of Navarro. Like this is yeah. this this is as much Navarro. Like Navarro's. How do I say this? The power he has now, which maybe he's not even that much, but like this is as much power as he's gonna have. He might have a mm-hmm. feud with Marty slash Wendy back for a power struggle, but this mm-hmm. is as much power as he's gonna have. <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, I think he's right. bossing Marty like, Wendy around. Like once once Marty gets some power, I think Wendy's either gonna start grabbing at some of it or something to that yeah. effect. And then suddenly like Navarro has extensively no power because they won't yeah. even take orders from him and they'll have his people and they won't need him. Like I, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think I, this, I, yeah. I think there's a fair chance that Marty and Wendy or Wendy probably more likely well, than yeah, Marty so. has, has Navarro killed. For listeners that don't know, so I was saying that because Marty and Wendy are on his list, but Navarro's on my list for the Survive the Series, meaning oh, I want not, Navarro to survive. That's no, not no. why I'm saying it. Well, when I think about it, side effect. no, no, this is, I'm. you know what, actually, now that I think about it, I think Navarro's going to, once he gets released, he's going to have them both executed. And then that'll be in a car crash. In a car crash, yes. <laughs> be, See, I, I'm thinking. No, but I, I do agree when, with you, actually, though. I, I do think that. Um, yeah, the, I think. But, Go ahead. The numbers don't lie, Mr. Sal, and they spell disaster. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm thinking that, that we saw that car crash, and they're talking about a deal with the FBI. I'm thinking that deal is Marty's the new boss, and he got the Javi deal. You know, you're going to do this for us for 10 years. Oh, yeah. Because he wanted it with Navarro, but now he's like, yeah. you know what? Actually, just have it with me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, actually, and it would not surprise me at all if Navarro was dead at that point. And like Marty is legitimately the boss. Yeah, could be the case. But no, yeah, well, I think what we both agree on certainly is that um, this is we are seeing the dwindling decline of Navarro's power. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's a cool scene. But um, my my favorite That's scene favorite was scene, yeah. was was in fact the um, the the priest Father Benitez meeting with with Wendy. I, I think. It's just, it sticks with me so much when he says, you know, there is no peace without contrition, confession, absolution, and penance. So uh, do you know what all those terms mean? No, not at all. All right. So, okay, so, so contrition is you have to be sorry for it. Okay. All right. So I, the, the line immediately preceding that is, is Wendy says something like, I, 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 can, I can make my own peace. I, I can... I can fend for myself. I can do this on my own, right? Um, because he wants, I mean, he, the Father Benitez seemingly wants to keep Navarro in yeah, jail. Yeah, yeah, he never says that out loud, but I mean, Wendy yeah. actually says it out loud for him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he he's like trying to get her to come around to his side, keep Navarro in jail, you know, f- find peace, you know, by turning away from this life. And she she just rejects it, but he says, "Yeah, no, there is no peace without contrition." I'm sorry. Um, there is sorry. There is no peace without um, yeah contrition. I was right. right. Without contrition, which means like actually being sorry for it. Uh, confession, meaning I mean, in, in Catholicism, confession is a big thing. Like you, your sins are with you until you confess them to a priest. And the priest forgives them. Okay. Um, absolution, which is what the priest does when he forgives the sins. He says, he says, I absolve you of your sins. So meaning they're washed away. And then penance, which is 
basically payment for for your sins yeah, so paying your dues whatever whether yeah. it be prayers or whatever yes yeah. yes so this is what the priest wants out of wendy contrition which is i mean wendy's not sorry for anything hmm. confession wendy's not gonna confess anything i know uh, rat <laughs> yeah absolution you know that comes from the priest so wendy doesn't have to deal with that part of it and penance wendy's never doing any penance no so uh yeah so i i really did like that and and especially in the context of i think this is i think that scene is just coming off of the scene with dinner with her father Uh, maybe not just coming off of it but remember uh, where's marty during the scene he's at wyatt's funeral oh so that's what's going on oh but you're okay yeah okay yeah so, I don't know that. I don't know where else with the dad's dinner scene we have to go through. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure that the last time we saw Wendy was uh right after that dinner scene. Yeah, they're uh so they have dinner with her father and she and Marty are in the car and she's talking about how he's gonna turn the kids against them. Yeah, how and, and then yeah, and then we don't see Wendy again until this scene. Oh, okay. So, I okay, I thought it was the proceedings. Okay, no, yeah. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Right. Gotcha. There are a couple of scenes in between, but the, we don't see Wendy okay. again until this scene. Gotcha. So, so she's just she is just coming off this hyper uh, sensitive experience with her father. This is really, I mean, uh, tra- almost traumatic. I mean, if if it's not traumatic, it's dredging up trauma mm-hmm. uh, from her childhood. Um, that seems like there's there are overtones of religion with everything that this guy says and does, right? He's here with his church, right? His church raised the money to hire Mel. They're here with he comes on the church bus, right? Yes. So, so uh, you know, it, she has talked about him like building the church back home, right? Uh, so she's got a lot of complicated emotions tied up in this guy their father and the trauma that he caused who was so and the her father was so closely tied to this religion so she's got a lot of association between the religion and the trauma and now here's this priest saying that she needs contrition and absolution and penance and confession and uh she's she's not buying it a little early for theology so anyway as i i i do love that scene that, that is my favorite scene i i, I think i watched it like three or four times because <laughs> i was like i know i'm missing some stuff here i gotta see this again <laughs> there was a lot there's a lot to unpack yeah. on that scene. yeah yeah so anyway okay so we've got our favorite scenes under our belts uh we've talked about the symbols we've talked about the survivor spectacular we talked about our ratings let's start running through the episode scene by scene we'll go pretty fast here we open with Marty and Wendy discussing their next steps. They've just watched Ruth kill Javi. They're in the hotel. They blame each other. You know, Wendy says, you're always looking for an excuse to be sad. Marty says, how much do you want? When is it enough? Which I think that may be actually a direct quote from Skylar in Breaking Bad. Is it really? I, I think so. I don't know. I mean, I don't know if it's a quote, but I mean, she says it's a line that she exactly says. Yeah, no. that to, to Walt at one point. So, uh, Marty wants to leave with their lives. He, that's enough for him. He's like, they're at the point that that's all the best they can hope for is to get out of this alive. So uh, she does not agree. She will not fall on her sword because Marty screwed up. So she really thinks this was all Marty's fault. 
Uh, and she says, you know, until failure is inevitable, she keeps pressing forward. Yeah. So. And there'll never be failure when she's out and about. Oh, yeah. No, no. no. But, uh, but seemingly, oh, Mar- but Marty does lay it out very well. But listen, no Javi. You got no drugs for Claire, which means the foundation's done. Like, we got to yeah. give it up. So these mm-hmm. are the stakes now. <laughs> yep. All right. Langmore's uh, Ruth is gets back. Three doesn't have much to say. Uh, he seems disappointed that she did it. She doesn't deny killing Javi, and he seems disappointed in that. And just goes right back to bed. And Ruth sleeps. The cousin of death, which I hope is not foreshadowing for Ruth. Well, she's, she's done her deathing. She's she can now do the sleeping. Yeah, I, I mean that's what I'm hoping. But if they're telling us sleep is the cousin of death and she's sleeping, I hope that doesn't mean she's deathing. Other people, maybe. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But if she dies, right. I mean, oh well. Yep. Uh, at Shaw, Claire tries to get into... I'm sorry, Wendy tries to get in to see Claire, but Claire won't see her or talk to her. She's not returning her phone calls. Probably, I would say understandably, Claire is a little shell-shocked and probably doesn't want anything to do with the birds at this moment. I mean, yeah, what a scarring moment. Imagine Mr. Sal. Uh, uh, again, poor Claire, as always. You gotta, gotta feel bad for Claire. Mm-hmm. This I do. I, really, she she is. I, I mean, you know, I'm not condoning her actions, but man, this is more than she signed up for. Yeah. Like, if she doesn't get in trouble legally, they should at least like give her a more lenient sentence here. Like, come on, yeah. this is yeah. Anyway. Well, she's got a, plenty of information. She could cooperate with authorities and probably get out of anything. Probably. She actually, she has yeah. so many people bigger than her that she could give up. <laughs> oh man. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I love this next scene and I had almost forgotten about it. So I'm glad we're going to talk about it right now. This is like a, a buried gem in this episode, the scene at Jean's place, uh, Jean being Helen's husband uh, mm-hmm. with Mel. Mel. Mel tells Jean that he thinks Helen worked for the cartel and he thinks she's dead and he wants to go get evidence. He, you know, we can do that. We can go get evidence. We can prove this stuff. Um, but Aaron intervenes and convinces Gene to call off the investigation. If we remember back for uh, City on the Make or in, in the first part of season four, yes. uh, Charlotte really dropping the hammer on Aaron and threatening lots of bad stuff if she opens her mouth. So Aaron knows that Helen was cartel and does not want that to be dredged up for fear of her own and her father's life. Yeah. Yeah, she, she. I mean, she's pretty aggressive about this. Listen, we're not doing this. What's the point, George? Yeah. This up, Dad. Let's, let's not. Yep. And oh, I should note that Gene's uh, girlfriend, who he wanted to marry, has left him. So it's not so much of an issue that Helen's not around, and he doesn't need that signature as much as he used to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no longer look around, oh, guys. I just need a signature. I, I, yeah. I'll say I would love a Mel storyline wrapped up with he gets the signature and he leaves. <laughs> he goes, okay. I told you that's all I needed. I, I, <laughs> but I don't know. Um, I think this might be all we end up seeing of Aaron. I think that we're probably done with her at this point. Possibly. I, I mean, yeah. I think we might see her another like time or two, but yeah maybe all right back home the wendy and marty arrive back home and uh wendy is in full blame mode uh, blaming jonah for telling ruth how to get to javi but charlotte does come clean good for charlotte i I was surprised to see her come clean 
but oh yeah i wouldn't if, if my siblings <laughs> being roasted for something i did and they're not even like like this is like the optimal situation to say nothing yeah, yeah exactly yeah. but charlotte comes clean and wendy's pissed off at her but the fbi shows up and the deal is off they they do offer witness protection to the birds though in exchange for testimony against omar navarro that's not what they want though they want to deal with omar but they need to prove that he's still in charge and that means that he needs to provide more cash trucks because nothing says i'm in charge like cash so uh and and wendy wants wendy says i can make it happen but i gotta see him so they'll try to make that happen claire goes i I assume this is her house she's going home uh and it looks like javi's lawyer i think this is his lawyer I don't know. I'm well, no, it's his tiling associate, uh, Mr. All right, well, t- part of his tiling uh, company. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so somehow Javi's representative is there looking for Javi uh, and tries to get info from Claire, but she's not biting at all. Mm-hmm. So right. she, she's, she's no rat. Not yet, anyway. No. She knows a lot, though. Well, yeah, yeah. She's getting she's getting deeper and deeper into this. She's, yeah. getting, she's in the game. She's getting more dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So many parallels between this and the Breaking Bad Better Call Saul universe. Okay. Uh, Mel gets a call. He gets home. He's hanging out with his cat. Gets a call. Good cat, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's going to head back to the Ozarks. We don't know who the call's from. We just know it's good enough to get him back to the Ozarks. Hmm. At the Langmore's. The seed dealer <laughs> was babysitting Zeke. Uh, do you remember her name? Was it Butch? No, no idea. It might be Butch. I think it was Butch. Anyway, she she was babysitting Zeke, but she's not going to do it anymore. And Ruth uh, tosses the gun into the lake right by her house. I, this, I know. I this is also too, yeah. And like Kevin <laughs> Jr. made a very big point of make sure you ditch it. Yeah. I, I mean, I would have ditched it in Chicago. <laughs> but uh, this is... Not seemingly very wise. I mean, how far can you really throw a gun? <laughs> I mean, no, but the water will carry it. And also, also, it's a lake. Gun. She ever needs that gun? She can pick it back up. Let's go <laughs> grab sure it. How, not sure how well it's going to work now, but okay. At any rate, at the sheriff's office, Ruth is questioned and does not give any answers to the sheriff. But the sheriff just says, "Look, just stay out of my way." Yeah. The, in, that 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 criminal stuff you're doing with Darlene, enough of that. Let's yep. not let's not have. Season desist. So we'll see if that how that goes. Clearly heated. All right. At the FBI offices, Marty visits Maya and he tells her that Javi is dead and he wants to take her deal, but she wants nothing to do with him. That is mm-hmm. enough of that. She it's says, unfortunate but... for poor Maya too. Uh, she's been punished now. For... Which yeah, she's done she's, to Navarro. She's got she's the best job that yep. she's scared of. Yeah, I say office. Like, this is a cubicle. This this stinks. She had a nice office she was sharing with Marty and her fish. Do you remember the fish's name? Yes. No. I don't either. Fishy. <laughs> okay. All right. At prison, Wendy tells Navarro about Javi and the deal. And he is fuming. He rejects it. He tells her that she and the whole family are dead. He would choke her right now if he wasn't handcuffed to the table. I mean, very convincing. I, yeah, I, th- I think the natural thing to do, do here 
is you go, oh, well, looks like uh, I'm done with Navarro. Got to turn myself into the uh, FBI now. Uh, that seems to be the way. Or at least I, I got to get Navarro killed or something because he's going to try and kill me. Okay, that's worrisome. Yeah, yeah. So Witness protection uh, seeming like a pretty good option right now. Yep. Uh, yep. At any rate, at the Lazio, Mel meets Nate, Wendy's dad, and his church group. And they are there to find Ben. And Nate is uh, surprised to see Jonah staying by himself at the Lazy O. He's very interested into why he's not living at home. Hmm. This guy just seems like he's always looking for ways to get digs in on Wendy. Yeah, he does, he does do that a lot, especially at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> he's oh, just yeah. needlessly digging into Wendy. Yeah, it's like, oh. Your parents pissed you off, huh? Even after she so, left, you know, yeah. she was always the hardest of my two children. Oh, yeah, the, the the didn't you say Ben was always the stable one? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, or ben Wendy was the less stable one. Yeah, so yeah. Were, he basically was like, you know, Ben had issues, but yeah, basically, yeah. What we just said there, Ben's more stable. <laughs> it's unbelievable, yeah. unbelievable. But it's, it's this. This is like just so shameless. It's like. Ah, what'd your parents do? I want all the give me all the gory deets. I gotta have them. Nom nom for me. Anyway, it's uh he, he's 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 hard person to like. He's like Pac-Man. Now the call that Mel got, uh, you think that was from Nate or from Maya? Wait, speaks oh 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 from uh Nathan. You think so? I think so, but now that you say it. Maybe it's Maya. He's kind of got two things going on at the same time here. So, but I I think it was Nathan as well. I I do Um, because it's money that gets him down there. It sounds like. Yeah. Well, money makes the world go around. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Back home. Wendy tells the FBI and Marty that Omar Navarro is interested. He's interested in the deal. I was a little surprised to hear this because that's not what it looks like to me. I mean, I think that's the point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, wait a exactly. second here, Wendy. Exactly. But uh, they need him to uh, move out of solitary. But, but is- also, I, well, sorry, I just want to say this too, that when she's speaking with Navarro in the, in the first, the, when she earlier spoke with Navarro mm-hmm. on this episode, she's like, oh yeah, we, we can get you extradited. Did she say that? Uh, Mexico, that yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But like the FBI didn't even make as if that was even really much of a choice. Yeah, they, she was just acting as a listen. I've got them. They'll they'll agree to it. Right, right. I mean, the FBI said, yeah, we could. We, it could happen, but it would take like a miracle. It would take lots of money trucks. Give us the money trucks, and then maybe. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's it's now. It should also be noted that in that first scene where she visited him. She said, you can't have us killed. You're in solitary. You can't even contact anybody. Uh, so the fact that she's releasing him, she's having him released from solitary is a pretty big deal because it puts them in immediate danger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But she does say, I, he needs to know that w- it was us who had him moved out. And we never see that, by the way. So it's just, I guess, assumed that he knows that. I mean, this the second meeting kind of, yeah, shows that. Yeah. But when they release him, he just says immediately, I want to make a phone call. They don't tell him before the phone call that it's the birds that got him out. So, I mean, anyway, turns out he was calling his priest. But uh, Wendy finds out that Nate is here 
and they they try to discredit Mel to Nate because Nate's going to come over and visit here, uh, but Nate is not buying it, uh, and he's he's going to go forward with the investigation, trying to find Ben. I'm not leaving until I find Ben, and I know my grandkids are okay. So he's never leaving. Okay. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> That's what it sounds like. We may have Nate with us right through the end here. So a lot of people to go looking for an indefinite amount of time. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, I know. I know. I... <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. That's a lot of people. I don't know where. Yeah. I don't know where was he from. Like was somewhere in the Carolinas. North, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, that's a pretty long drive for people to come here and just look for indeterminate amount of time. That's, I, a, I, that's really funny. Yeah, I don't know if that's Nathan's call to make. I, I mean, I guess the issue with it is he's he's got the he's got the moral high ground here. It's like. Oh man, Nathan, I don't know. I gotta kind of get back to work. I gotta head back. But my son's missing, guys. Okay, fine, Nathan. Okay, well, I'll, I mean, it's unpaid leave now, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do two more days, Nathan. Yeah, yeah. And then, Nathan, I'm, I'm paying you. Know, someone's watching oh my, my kid at home, Nathan. I gotta, I gotta get back home. But my son, anyway. So, but Nathan will yeah. not leave. So, right, right. So, uh, Harry uh, calls the funeral director. And doesn't know what to do with Wyatt's body. So Marty goes to see Ruth to find out what she wants to have done with, with Wyatt. And he offers, in fact, to take care of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I'll, uh, I'll, there's not a lot of decisions to make here. I can take care of all of it if you want. And she accepts. I mean, she's cold to him, but she accepts the help. Back home, Wendy leaves a threatening message for Claire. And she's, she's escalated here from desperation to, to threats yes as one does that's what i do yeah. too oh, okay so, i'll keep like that in mind <laughs> hopefully i'm never on the receiving end of that at any rate uh, they go out to dinner with uh with nate when, you know wendy was going to cook dinner oh i, I want to note real quick also in that scene they note mm-hmm. that jim has also not answered his phone either oh that's right so yes i was i was hoping to ignore that <laughs> I like that Jim's not answering his phone. Phone, you stay out of it, Jim. Jim, Jim, come back. You're in the game, Jim. Come on. No, no, stay, stay right away. But uh, Wendy was trying to make dinner when she made this phone call, and uh, Charlotte tells her that she's going out to have dinner with Grandpa and his girlfriend. Wendy ditches the whole dinner in the sink, and they're all going. Uh, and and this is uh, this is pretty painful to watch because nate spends the whole time just rubbing lots of salt in on on wendy with especially with the story about wendy running away when she was 10 and how ben cried and cried and ben's always been more the more stable one and uh, it's just it's 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 too much for wendy to handle so she she leaves with marty and commiserates with him that you know he's going to turn them in he's going to turn them against us and Wendy talks about how much they need to get, how much they need to get out. Uh, and Marty tells her that he went to Maya. So um, I should know also that Wendy says that the reason Ben was crying was because Nate hit her so hard that she couldn't walk for two days. That, that's a big deal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a very big deal. Um, so we, we can really understand Wendy's trauma. They do a nice job of humanizing her a little bit in the scene because Wendy's a tough person to, to, to side yeah. with mm-hmm. uh, on a good day in Ozark. Uh, but 
you know, when they paint this picture, it, it is pretty tough to not feel sympathy for her. Well, uh, uh, so part of me kind of wonders, I wonder if Wendy's lying. Because uh, oh, yeah. if anyone would lie about this, it would be Wendy. But I was That's like, true. Ah, I don't see why she'd lie to Marty though about this. Nah, I don't either. Yeah, I don't either. Uh, you know, there's another thing that I noted from the restaurant scene here, and that is that that Charlotte, uh, Nate says, you know, I'm sorry to hear about, you know, that that kid, that the that couple that helped put up the posters to find Ben, and Charlotte says, oh yeah, Wyatt was a friend. Uh, actually, his cousin dated Ben for a while, so you can you can see Charlotte inadvertently, it seems, pointing Nate in the direction of Ruth, which is unfortunate. No, yeah, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that would not be a good. <laughs> yeah. That's not a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Although, although, yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate for the birds. For what? You know, yeah. I, yeah, I, I don't. For, for, yeah, I, I don't know if it's unfortunate in general. I mean. It's it, it, Do people it really, who cared a lot about Ben. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, they can get some closure, maybe. You know, but Ruth has the goat urn too. So, yeah. oh, yeah, she, here's she, Ben. She, yeah, she could say he's right here. <laughs> but, I mean, I doubt she would, but you know, I, I think probably she'd be. She would see through Nate pretty quickly, and see that he's uh, probably not someone that Ben had a lot of affection for. At any rate, all right. At the bar, some bar. I don't know what bar this is, but at some bar, Mel tells Maya that Wendy uh, rented a car on the day that Ben disappeared, and she's going to look into it. And he is going to look into the Bird Foundation. And he flirts with her, apparently not well, according to Maya, but very well, very, very well. well. Yeah, high marks. <laughs> yeah. All right. At the jail, Omar is moved and needs to make a phone call. Uh, and he immediately meets with Father Benitez. I was excited to see Father Benitez here. Yeah, I know. Like, oh. cool. Yeah, see, uh, see the father. <laughs> uh, Michelle, if you ever go to prison, I'll, will I be your first call? Uh, not likely. I, I, okay. unless, unless something. Not so something it is. Really... No, go on. Yeah, you call your like kids or wife or something. Yeah, yeah that would be my guess. <laughs> okay, no, I unless, unless, unless there's some tragedy. However, I am willing to be your first call, Kurt. Nah, screw you. <laughs> okay, fine. I, I'll be sad before I call you. I'll call a random number before I call you. Okay, good. I, don't I, will, I, that. I will dial some <laughs> random numbers. Like, listen, <laughs> I need your help. You know what? The other thing is, I have no idea what your phone number is. I have no idea what you. <laughs> no, I never thought about that. I'm screwed if I. I don't remember anyone's phone number. I do know my wife's phone number. I, I would be funny. like, okay, I know my own phone number. I know nine one one. I'll be out here. Oh man. Okay. Anyway, uh, at Wyatt's funeral, Nate is there. Wendy is not, and I mean. Nate is prominently there. Like Marty is greeting people at the door as Wendy walks in and, and Nate is right there with him, which is, it just seems so out of place to me, but there he is. Uh, why, why is Wendy not there? Well, she's back home. Uh, she's dealing, uh, we don't really know. She's just doing work. Um, but she notices Father Benitez hanging out outside. She turns around and there's Nelson, the portender oh, of death. Yeah. Not the guy you want to see in your house. No, which, no, no. By the way, if they only want to talk, why is he just coming in? Why doesn't why don't they just knock on the door? Nelson don't knock none. 
apparently not. This is like, but you can understand why she's uh, shaken by this. She says, just not here, not here. And Dell says, no, 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 we only want to talk. Mm -hmm. um, turns out Navarro, Omar Navarro has changed his mind. And Father Benitez encourages her to use the fact that Omar's in jail to get out of the cartel. But she turns it down. And Omar wants to see Marty and Wendy tomorrow. And we've already talked plenty about the details of this. Mm -hmm. But yeah. yeah, good scene. At the funeral, Ruth imagines she and Wyatt digging the grave. I thought she was going to bust out laughing here, but she doesn't. She just, you know, picks up the dirt, doesn't even throw it, sets it down and leaves early. So did you think she was going to bust out laughing here? No. Okay. I imagine she's reminiscing about the grave they had to dig for the Darlene. driver. No, the driver. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, yeah. Oh, the, uh, yes. Darlene shot. For, yeah. Yeah. Not to put Darlene in, but for yeah. Darlene. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But at any rate. All right. So at the Langmores, three, Charlotte and Jonah are reminiscing about why a whole bunch of other people, too. They got a campfire there. They're reminiscing. Yeah, I and, so, so many people like I haven't seen before. Yeah. I like to imagine some of them are like, I don't know who this guy is, but he sounds pretty <laughs> all right. <laughs> you know, there were a lot of people at that funeral. And I, I, know. Was, I didn't recognize any of them. Other than not, the birds. I, I, you know, and, I, and Ruth and three. I wish I got to know that guy. <laughs> Him around the bed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think there's somebody who like dabs at her eyes. I'm like, oh, who are you? <laughs> We've never seen you before. Anyway. Maybe it was the person who owned the house that Wyatt was squatting in. Yeah, they got so close. They got so close, yeah. Uh, and so, But while they're reminiscing around the campfire, Ruth goes and lays on top of the roof the, on Wyatt's spot. This should right, be a in, symbol in some way. The roof? Or Somehow. Ruth, Ruth laying on the roof? Something, something with this roof in some aspect. Okay. Don't know how? But that's part of complaining, right? Like I said, we don't <laughs> name the solutions here. We just we just name a problem and we're going past. Well, we name, we have named solutions. Sometimes we name solutions. We did we did plenty today. Okay, here here's my solution. Someone sleeping in a sleeping bag and position that into like any letter you want. Probably get like a lowercase r out of that pretty easily. Yeah. I see. I I think uh, yeah. I think you're right. I think the priest collar could have been something. Yeah. Also fair. Uh, yeah. What what's anyway. that? Uh probably I don't know, maybe the Z. They have a, a zigzag yeah, do black some or the there. white. Yeah. All they gotta do is shade that, right? Or just draw a Z in there and then yeah. yeah. I'm trying to think if there if there's an, a way to make it the A, because the white collar could be the cross beam of the A. But I'm having trouble coming up with anything. And he's a pointy knack, yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. All right, in the jail. Uh, Omar wants to know how he can possibly run the cartel from prison. Like uh, they suggest, well, what about a, a cell phone? You know, uh, could you do that? Uh, but the best thing that they can come up with is Marty's going to go to Mexico as his surrogate. But Omar needs to make a move to appear powerful. He needs to be the one who killed Javi, which is probably very good for Ruth that Omar wants to take credit for this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, Marty must deliver that message. Oof. That's not, not a message Marty. I'm about to deliver. No, yeah, no. I would go there and let's guess. Don't shoot the message, man. Don't shoot the messenger. Literally, man. don't shoot me. Don't shoot me. 
I'm about to say some bad news, but don't shoot. I'm also going to be your boss, but don't shoot me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, at the Langmore's, Claire shows up. She's there with her muscle guy. I don't remember his Connor. name. Do you remember? Connor, thank you. Yeah, and she needs, she really needs that heroin, though. Uh, and they have security footage of her killing Javi. So, you know, Ruth doesn't care at all about the security footage, though. She just pulls a gun on them. But Claire says, I look, I just want to make a deal. I'm not, I'm not threatening you. I'm not trying to threaten you. I just want to make a deal. And we'll find out that they did make a deal. So, uh, but Maya first tells Mel that she found the cop who talked to Wendy in the parking lot. Do you remember that? Yes. Uh, so this is when Wendy went inside a store, came back out. Yeah. Or maybe when they were sleeping no, at she, night. Uh, yeah, she woke up. She woke up to this because Ben stuck off to the store, told someone or made a call something, came back. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, I, I forgot what he told the cops on the phone or something like. So uh, I uh, someone's trying to kill him or something. I, I don't remember what he told them, but I, Wendy. I, yeah. Wendy was not nice to the cop she she really shredded her but so yeah um so she will probably remember wendy yeah the cop will probably this, remember. Is, a, this is an interesting angle i i was not expecting i never thought this cop would ever come back yeah yeah, uh, this, yeah. This is quite a the, niche thing but i like yeah it. i like it though. i do too i like this a lot it's, it's really tying in something from season three that yep. seemed to be throwaway but i mean makes it we'll, we'll see well i mean we'll see how much this I imagine this cop will at least help yeah. them in some way with something. Or even even the idea that she rented a car on the day that he disappeared. That's yeah. that's that's pretty something. Yeah. Or I mean, especially the other confirmation, like, yeah, her brother was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wendy finally gets a hold of Claire, only to have Claire end her relationship with the birds. <laughs> Don't need you anymore. Claire, it was like Claire starting out. Claire's becoming like a Wendy type of thing. I mean, she's she's getting pretty cutthroat. Yes, she knows what she needs. She knows how to get it. And, and I don't and listen, I don't blame her one bit for not wanting to deal nope. with Wendy anymore. No, nope. like, don't blame her at all. <laughs> nope, I agree. Although the fact that she's dealing with Ruth is, is a little surprising because this is the person she watched kill Javi right in her office. But yeah, she she yeah. knows how she knows how to butter her bread. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the way. Yeah. All right. At the crap, we we've seen the crap a couple of times now. Didn't think we'd see it again, but here it is again. Ruth breaks in, gets Darlene's keys, and enters the heroin room. Yeah. And then the last scene. Uh, I do love this scene too. This is really really great. Uh, Marty's packing up to leave. Nelson's there to pick him up. Charlotte is very worried about him. And Wendy says, your dad's doing this for our family. And Charlotte says, no, he's doing it for you. Which is of another, this is also very reminiscent of Breaking Bad, but in a, in a more roundabout way. But this is, this is cool that, that Charlotte has recognized this and pointed it out to Wendy. Yeah. And Nelson picks up Marty and is impressed that that they got Omar out of solitary after thre- after he threatened to kill them, which Marty did not know. No, uh, but you but- know, you know how it is, Nelson. My wife lives going all in on black. <laughs> so the title's all in on red. So it's like, wait, what? It went all oh, no. in on different things. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. All right, and that is the end. Next episode, you're the boss. That should be thank you. Some kind of episode. 
You, so, yeah. Well, hey, if oh, you want to run the podcast title next of the episode. Time, that's fine. My bad. I thought. Just don't. Hey, you want to be the boss next time? You go ahead. You can run the episode. As the boss, I'll delegate that to you. Ah, uh, delegation okay. is key in terms of being a boss. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Ozark is, I've said it before, a very difficult episode for me to to cover, uh, just because of all of the. There's just so many scenes. Bing bang bong. Yeah. So much happening. I mean, this and this was a return to classic Ozark. Oh yeah. That, that's that's what this episode was. I, I I'm counting like 30 scenes here. So anyway, but good episode a bit of a letdown after last episode but i think pretty much anything was going to be so this is this is perfectly adequate i'm excited for the next one yes definitely a good way to put it. I mean, uh, some annoyances with deras in plot holes uh we'll see if they get plugged up but yeah yeah i mean i i should i i should trust the showrunners at this point they usually do come back to those things that i think are plot holes I, I guess one could be, darn. Uh, the sheriff goes, darn, did you guys ever find a way into that like barn or something? No, we <laughs> couldn't find the keys. Well, don't break in. We <laughs> we that that would be ill. I, I would hate if someone broke into my barn. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll have to see if that happens. In the meantime, let's check the time. It's TV time. Yeah, TV time. Let's go. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, well, I mean, I can keep this one pretty brief. I think uh, the people gave us a five. You're right, 76%. Uh, the question is, what is... Okay, you voted Wendy, the people voted Marty. And you voted Marty. Okay. And you are right about the people. They did vote Marty, 64%. Uh, you were right about me. I did vote Wendy. And you were wrong about me. I also would have said Wendy here. Ah, so, okay. So it looks like I win all around. Well, you do, yeah. but but again, it's much like when I guessed your rating in the beginning of the, the episode, I'm wrong, but that's okay because you voted the same way as me. So I feel like... No, I you voted the same way as me. But I'm older. I voted first. You definitely didn't. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, you still haven't voted in my head, I did. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Well, but on TV time, Marty comes in first with 64%. Wendy's in third with 12%. See, I don't think people people don't like Wendy. People like, do not like Wendy. Like, yeah. I think we're in a bit of a neat. Like, I think um, I think Wendy has really become how Skylar was in Breaking Bad. I think there's more people that like Wendy than people did Skylar in Breaking Bad. Like, we like Wendy. Um, but it, See, it's think- funny, too. It's for opposite reasons, though. Because yeah, people, the reason I, people don't like Skylar is because Skylar holds Walt back. Yeah, this is like Wendy pulls Marty forward. I mean, the thing is, Wendy is so much more like Walt than she is like Skylar. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it, it's and I think it's disappointing to me that people equate Wendy to Skylar because they're complete opposites. They're doing yeah. the exact opposite thing, they you know. Are. But because she's you know woman she's the wife i think people equate them and, and they're just not equal characters um but people i mean wendy is ruthless i mean she has very few scruples and i think people don't like that you know at least marty he'll do stuff that he shouldn't do but he feels bad about it when he does it yeah you know he looks for an excuse to be sad right 
Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all time. <laughs> I love that line. I really love that line. But anyway, Ruth comes in second here at twenty three percent. I don't think Marty's or Wendy's going to really win an episode. Maybe if she <laughs> dies or something. But no, I, I don't think people like her enough. Yeah, no, it, it is very difficult for Wendy to win an episode. That's an uphill battle for her for sure. Yeah, all right. Well, that that does it. What else would you like to say about this episode, Kurt? Uh, overall, not as good as the first, but still, I mean, still an okay episode. I'm very excited for the next episode. Like, mm-hmm. I am, wow, like, I'm so excited for it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of that next episode, that will be season four, episode 10. You're the boss. Uh, but in the meantime, you, listener, you can be the boss <laughs> and give us good ratings. I don't know how that makes you the boss, but oh, a performance review. You can be the boss and give us our performance review, right? Uh, give us those sweet five-star ratings. We love those. Uh, we love subscribers. We love downloads. We love shares. We love when people tell other people about the podcast and, and spread the word about it. Uh, we're excited to be covering this final season of Ozark and we will look forward. Oh, you can email us if you want to at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. In the meantime, be safe, watch Better Call Saul, listen to Showhoppers, and we'll talk to you next, next time for season four, episode 10, You're the Boss. <laughs>